Welcome, world, to another mini-sode of Nobody's a Nobody podcast with me, Mike McVeigh. This is the podcast where I try to find fascinating people that I think you would like to know a little bit more about yourself. Today's mini-sode is going to focus specifically on the term, killing your babies. It's a phrase that is used in artistic communities and communities where you're trying to make a better product of whatever sort. We use it in our speeches for Toastmasters to talk about the parts of the speech that we really love, but does not give you the best possible speech. I also had heard similar terms when I was a musician, and we sometimes the part that you like the most about the song, maybe it's the hook, maybe it's the riff, the lyrics, they're the ones that fit the least into the song itself. And for this podcast, I've noticed some things that can be done better even though there's some of my favorite parts of the podcast that we're going to be switching around. The main goal of the podcast is to talk to people who I find completely interesting and fascinating and to kind of hear their stories, hear why they're not a nobody. I firmly believe that nobody's a nobody. And part of that is also musicians. Musicians have some of the hardest times breaking out to the part where you get to hear them on the radio and hear them in different kinds of venues And that's one reason why I've partnered with Jarvix and Make Oklahoma Weirder to feature various artists that may or may not really be on your spectrum. And part of the problem with that is that (laughs) we are very attuned to what gets told to us as good music. So whenever we are told, hey, this is what we're listening to, and I'm not picking on any bands, the Beatles are perhaps the most famous band of all time. Elvis is like the most famous singer, though I guess Drake is now really popular. But the more music you listen to of a similar type, the more you're going to like that kind of music. Or the more you're going to hate it, but still feel more comfortable with it because of just how our minds and the chemicals in our head react to various things. So something that you've heard since you were born, even if your parents loved it and you hated it at the time, now as an adult, you're probably going to like it or at least tolerate it more than you're going to be able to tolerate something completely different. And that's one thing I really appreciate what Jarvix does. He goes and he reviews music of all different sorts and all different types. I can't tell you how many times I've had people just since this podcast that when they heard that I was connected to Jarvix in some way, that they gushed about how important he is to the music scene in Oklahoma. This doesn't mean that the music in Oklahoma is better than any other state or that it's better than the music that gets uh, mass produced and you hear on the radio uh, and on more, more likely to hear on Spotify and things like that. It just means that there are no longer people or there aren't enough people who are doing what Jarvix is doing and sharing the, to the masses music that might be undiscovered. In fact, uh, I mentioned I think in the last podcast that I went to the concert with uh, Bugnog, Clams, and Dire Gnome. And wow. Now, part of it's because I haven't been to a live concert in a while, but the music was just really good. Not just because it's the style of music that I prefer. In fact, out of the three, Bugnog is the one I went to go see, and I love their music. I love their style. But Clams was really good. Like, I, didn't, I hadn't heard any of their music before and went and listened and I love the driving bass that they had. And I'm a big fan of bass that's driving. Uh, Dire Gnome was a completely different style band, but their music is quality. It's good. Um, several of the bands and artists that Jarvik's features are ones that I 
really have enjoyed it. I've tried my best to support as many as possible. Unfortunately, I do have a limited budget and I can't buy everybody's all their music. And I, I'm just a really big fan. Having been a musician who struggled <laughs> selling my music, I, I get it. That's one reason why I promote businesses, local businesses, generally not the chains, not the big places, because they, again, do not get some of the love that they probably should. A local business, and, I'm, and when we're talking about small business, the definition of small business is a huge discrepancy. Uh, when I think of small business, my natural inclination is to think of a mom and pop shop. But a small business can have up to like 2,000 employees and have a budget of X amount of money. It's it's not just the stuff you see a hole in the wall kind of places. Um, but that's what I think of when I think of small businesses. So when I mention places like Fontana or Cornish Barbecue or Max Wings, restaurant-wise, they're doing such tremendously awesome food in an area, especially during the time of COVID, where people really should not be dining indoors, despite how much we want to. And when we mention different service types, uh, I mean, like Dig It, um, the boutique, the uh, JT Air, um, the air conditioning guy, other businesses that aren't necessarily front and center. Um, in fact, I had a few people specifically give me some long list of places that I'm going to have to check out some of them. And I know their quality. It's not because I don't think they're quality, but I also don't want people to forget that these local businesses are the ones that really make our culture run that really allow us to be who we are, to do the things we need. Um, and then the interviews. <sighs> yes, I have a direct connection with all the ones who have been interviewed so far. Um, most of them I would call friends. In fact, I think all of them so far I'd call friends except for my daughter, but I mean, she's my daughter, so she's not really a friend. I mean, we're friendly, but I still have to tell her to go to bed and brush her teeth and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, but these are people who I have a direct connection with. And that's one reason why they were most likely to be on my podcast early on, because I knew them. Um, it doesn't mean I agree with every single thing that every single one of them has said. There's several things I disagree with, and there's several things that they've challenged me on the things that I would normally think a certain way. They've helped me really try to discover uh, some ideas and concepts I hadn't thought about before. That's one reason why I really enjoy listening to their perspectives. And we have some people that uh, are coming on over the next month or two that I wouldn't say I agree with very much of where they might be politically or where they might be, um, on certain issues. Um, maybe even the way that they believe that you're supposed to make money, their version of it might be different than me. That's okay. I, if those are people I generally find more fascinating people that are not like me, that don't think like me. In fact, if I only looked at people that thought like me and look like me, this would podcast would probably not still be going on. Um, The baby that I'm going to have to kill regarding this podcast is probably going to be the questions, the circuit breaker lockdown questions. I love those questions passionately. I think all the questions that I ended up using are great, um, but it doesn't really help the episodes. Um, it is funny. Maybe if you're just coming in and all you're doing is listening into one episode for a friend and, um, and I've thought a lot about this and I've, I've taken, um, Jarvix connected me with Jacoby Ryan. He was our uh, featured artist. And he also, he, uh, he was a rapper. He had uh, 
uh, clock tells and he also designs web pages and he does things and he made mikewmcveigh.com and I'm so grateful for him but he runs a podcast he's actually going to be a future interview uh, hopefully within the next month or two and um, last year he did 52 songs 52 music videos and 52 podcasts all uh, every week for a year and I'm almost finished with his podcast and man, he has some deep thoughts and there's some stuff that I completely resonate with. Those are things that are deep felt like, yeah, that's right. That's right. And there's some stuff I'm like, <laughs> no, dude, you're good. I'm good. But we're completely on different pages on this. We're in different books even, but that's okay. And I, I'm looking so forward to the interview. In fact, he will be the first interview on the show where I don't have much of a pre-existing connection. We met through the podcast and, um, but we've had several conversations and I've gotten to know him a lot better probably than he knows me because I've listened to all his stuff. Um, but then you have people like, uh, Molly who we've known each other for goodness, 30 years, which only makes me feel old <laughs> and knows a completely different side of me and how I've grown up and stuff. And I don't think there's one person on this show and we've had both conservative and liberal people and we've had lots of different lifestyles and variances that have played into it. The goal is not for everybody to be the same. In fact, I find that's one of the beauties of our world and that the more differences we have, how cool that is. And yet we're all still human beings who are finding our ways, how to navigate this world and our own personal journeys. Um, but Jacoby, some of his podcasts have really inspired me. Um, some other work I'm doing to try to improve my podcast through LinkedIn Learning. Um, my work has allowed for us to get it. So when I go home, when I'm not doing stuff with the podcast and I'm not reading, I'm taking these courses on how to improve my product and my brand, which sounds really weird for me. But I've realized those Circuit Breaker Lockdown questions, as much fun as they are, they're not pushing the podcast in the place. The interviews are absolutely essential. The musicians are absolutely essential because these are all living, breathing people. The shout outs, they work right now. Maybe if I ever got sponsorships, that would change some. So, Hey, if you want to sponsor me, <laughs> but the shout outs are businesses, mostly local businesses that have good products or good services that I think helps again, point out places that you might not be aware of. But the questions, those, uh, as much fun as they are, as much as I, that was one of the things. In fact, when I made my original draft of what the show was going to be about, that's what I put in there. And Jacoby posted something on Twitter uh, a few weeks ago or a few days ago. I don't know. All the time blends in together talking about, um, don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice. And I thought about the people that I really want to hear what they have to say. And they all pretty much came to the same conclusion that I didn't prompt them. I didn't tell them, but the questions are just not an area. Now I've already asked questions and have pre-recorded some of the episodes and those will be included. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can ever get rid of Adrian's uh, Harry Carey. If you're a donut question that might have to stay. And I had a couple people suggest maybe keeping something about books about what are they reading right now? And maybe we'll keep that, but it won't be a part of a separate section. Um, I really am trying to get the podcast down under an hour consistently, and I have not done a good job of that. And 
it already breaks my heart how much I've cut from Lucy's episode, this upcoming episode of Aaron. I've had to cut out well over an hour's worth of content that I find really fascinating. Um, like Aaron's, which I know you haven't heard yet, or unless you're going backwards, but um, Aaron's wife, Brett, is an absolutely fascinating person in her own right. Maybe I'll be fortunate enough to interview her, but you know, they raise chickens <laughs> and they name them after famous human beings, or at least famous for their groups. And that in its own right is a fascinating story. There's so many different um, facets of that that is just really cool. But it, the little part that I talked to Aaron about, that got cut out. Um, there were things that Lorette talked about with cells um, that are awesome that got cut out. And um, Lucy had some really interesting going ons on areas that I've cut out. Um, in fact, we tried, I tried one time with Joey to have a part one and a part two, but I found that part two was not listened to nearly as much as part one. And that really made me sad because part two, she talks about writing a book regarding JFK conspiracy theories. And that alone is worth listening to the podcast, I think, regardless of your beliefs on that. Um, and she had some really brilliant things to say. And it got cut, because, or it didn't get cut, but it was there, but no one's really listened to it. I mean, feel free to go back to listen to it. Uh, the Oki Space Queen part two. But I want people to be able to hear the good stuff and um i think that the questions unfortunately though they've sparked some very interesting answers there's only so many times we can hear that can uh, hawaiian pizza or pineapple pizza is what a tree is going to eat even though it's a funny question um and the people that answered differently they were the ones who always had the right answers i'm just saying because pineapple pizza yuck so um yeah um uh, I am really looking forward to where this podcast is going. This is still the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. I don't get a lot of feedback from most of you through social media. Um, I do. Every time when I talk to some of you, you'll, you'll give me some insights about how the shows have been impactful and thank you. And thank you to my guests who are able to talk about things that resonated with you, the audience, because ultimately that's the, that's my goal is that you can see that these people that you work with, that you shop around at stores that, um, go to, that the parents of the kids, um, <laughs> uh, that your kids go to school with, um, these, everybody has a story and it's important. Now I'm going to transition this a little bit. So a couple things that are coming up. One is my birthday party, um, on February 20th. 2021. I have decided based on the COVID cases in Oklahoma that are continuing to rise at a factor that does not make sense. We are not going to have a live a birthday party in person. Um, I'm working with some people. We're going to find a way of live feeding it and also recording it. So people can, and so this will allow us to do some things. That's going to be kind of cool. We might be able to have some more entertainment involved. Um, we're going to try to see if we can do a passcode and, I, and I'm working on this and it's, it's challenging because I wanted to see everybody in person and I wanted to give hugs and stuff. But right now, Oklahoma is not in a place that in four months or three months, we're going to be able to do that. So as much as it's just 
deafening to me, just freaking upsetting to me. We're going to go completely virtual. Um, we're still going to raise money for our neighborhood empowered because I believe strongly in this um, charity and this nonprofit and what they do. Uh, it's still, so it's still gonna be a fundraiser. It's still gonna be epic in many ways. We're going to have Jarvix has already agreed to play. Um, we're going to have a couple OKC improv troops um, do uh, um, some sessions and we're going to figure out how to do that where you guys can still feed in the, um, the ideas that they can play off of. Uh, Dave Ross is still going to give a champion, uh, a keynote speech dedicated specifically for that birthday audience. And Rob Trotter has still agreed to MC the event to be the master of ceremonies. I've got some other musicians I'm going to talk to that I'm really hoping they'll say yes. And I've got some other ideas. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I don't know exactly all the details because I only made the choice of going, of definitely going virtual, um, a few days ago. And I've had to swallow that pill <laughs> and it's not been fun. Again, it's killing a baby that I don't want to kill because I want to see everybody in person. I want to be able to see Courtney fly in from California. <laughs> you know, I wanted to see some of my friends from out of the country who were seriously considering to fly to Oklahoma just for a birthday party. And it breaks my heart that I'm not going to get to see you guys in person. Um, that being said, I'm working on some swag and I'm trying to get some sponsorships that we can get even more money donated to our neighborhood empowered. And at the same time that you guys can have some really cool, um, collectibles, um, some things that mark that event, that it's not just something that's celebrating my birthday, but literally making a difference in the world and some keepsakes and memories for that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. That's going to be going on. Um, I really like having a second episode, um, even though I know it's not going to be listened to as much as the interview episodes, and I'm not sure what those are all going to look like. They're going to be a little bit different. Um, uh, Jarvix and Courtney and Curtis will still give me updates when they're able to about what's going on in the music scene, the travel scene, or unfortunately the COVID <laughs> scene, but... Um, I am excited of where we're moving forward. Uh, it's going to be, there, there's some other opportunities that I'm working on. Um, both, uh, Christy and Holly who have been uh, featured on some episodes. They've, they've, they've both sparked an idea with me and I won't lie. It's scary to think about a new future, something that, um, I haven't really thought about and I'm still working through some of it, but, um, I'm not going to give too many details because I haven't committed to it. And you know, that's the worst thing um, <laughs> to do. Um, Jacqueline, the creator of the JK creations who uh, the survivor episode, she um, still does jewelry and has some really cool stuff uh, right now for Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving. And she's working on a special project for me. And if it works out well, um, we're going to have some nobody's a nobody lapel pins and, I'm looking forward to that because, um, I think it's really cool. It's just something that can be unique, uh, to, um, the people that listen to the show and lapel pins are a way that you can collect. You can put them pretty much anywhere and be reminded, uh, you can put them on your lanyard. You can put them on your collar. Uh, you could, you know, I guess you could technically tile your bathroom with it, though. That would be really weird and kind of creepy, but I am so 
fortunate to have the equipment necessary to be able to do a podcast. I'm so thankful for you, the listener, to be willing to listen to these episodes and to hopefully find something in these that make you feel like it's worth listening to. Um, I'm always open to suggestions and I do listen to everything that comes my way, whether it's a critique or whether it's um, advice. Um, Because even though this might be technically my show, I look at it as our show. It's, it's just an opportunity that I get to host and you get to listen. This podcast is predicated that everybody out there, every single person is somebody. And I don't know what pain you've gone through in your life um, or what pain you're going through, but I want you to know that you are loved, you are cared for, and If you need somebody, please contact the helplines that we provided in the past. Send me an email, and I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I'm not going to call you out. I want you to know that there's people that care about you and want you to be everything you were created to be. This podcast is called Nobody's a Nobody, and that means you. Until next time.